I'll come back to you at the table. And I'm sorry I missed last week. It's kind of a crazy week as my life has been lately. Um, which is really bad because Lent has begun. And for those of you who aren't aware, Lent is the 40 days not counting Sunday um, before Easter where we as Christians prepare to remember the sacrifice that Jesus made for us on the cross and although I have friends that are Catholics kind of and um, they're more serious about it than I was growing up and I even think my parents were growing up we never gave up anything for Lent I last three years have done a Instagram Lent where you take a picture um, every day signifying different portions of your walk with Jesus or the life with Jesus. And this year, the one that I'm following every Sunday has a worship. So the last two Sundays, um, even though Sundays don't count, um, but the last two Sundays I've actually taken pictures of worship. So. Um, that's been kind of cool because I worship in different places and so yeah um, life's been kind of crazy so let's get back into the swing of things um, I am reading the second reading for today the first one is in Genesis, and I heard a sermon about it today, and it was pretty good, and I don't think I could top that sermon that I heard today. So, I'm going with a second reading. And just drop my phone. Here we go. This is Philippians 3, and we actually start at 17, and we go to 4-1, so... Excuse me while I have to switch pages on my phone. But anyway, let's begin. My beloved friends, imitate my walk with God and follow all those who walk according to the way of life that we model before you. For there are many who live by different standards. As I've warned, as I've warned you many times, I weep as I write these words, they are enemies of the cross of the anointed one and doom awaits them. Their God has possessed them and made them mute. Their boast in their shameful lifestyle and their minds are in the dirt. Wow, this is in there. But we are a colony of heaven on earth as we cling tightly to our life giver, the Lord Jesus Christ who will transform our human bodies, or, I'm sorry, wow, I'm having struggles tonight, who will transform our humble bodies and transfigure us into the identical likeness of his glorified body. And using his matchless power, he continually subdues everything to himself. And then we gotta go to... 
Scorpions 4 and my page doesn't want to load. So I'm going to try this again. Typing it again. So my dear and precious friends whom I deeply love, you have truly become my glorious joy and crown of reward. Now arise in the fullness of your union with your, our Lord. There you go. So in Philippians, which happens to be one of my favorite books of Bible. Um, talking about people who live by different standards than Christians. And how we are to imitate Jesus in our lives and not be like them, not boasting, not bragging about their freedom, I guess you could say, well, the choices that they make that don't necessarily follow our choices. Um, I come up against this a lot. Um, as I've said before, I work, <laughs> I, just about everybody at work is younger than I am. I could be their parent. Um, a good friend of mine who's a couple years older than me just started last week, so that helps a little bit. But anyway, they are so young. And they are in that stage of, I'm an adult, I can make my own choices, no one's going to tell me what to do. And they talk about it, and they talk about it, and I talk about it. And it grieves me some days that this is... This is what, well, my child is um, working with. They're great people, but they're still not mature, I guess you could say. And the scripture doesn't outright say that don't be like immature people, but it pretty much does. And I think it's interesting that it's noted here that Paul says, I weep as I write these words. Um, because these people are enemies of the cross and of Jesus and doom awaits them. It's like, boom. Um, I mean, it's very, very blunt about how those that blatantly don't follow Jesus... just, I mean, doom awaits them. How much clearer can that be? I have conversations with friends, and especially my son, and my son is 17, and he has decided that he is sort of an atheist. What was interesting is when 
things happen. He continues to say, oh, I'll pray for you. It's like, well, who are you praying to? That just makes me wonder. And yet, at the same time, it hurts. It hurts deep in my soul that someone that is part of me doesn't believe. And I know that I'm his mom. And so he's not gonna follow everything that I say. And I know it's really important that your belief is your belief and not someone else's belief. You can't rely on, you can't lean on someone else's belief. You need to have your own belief. And someday, someday, I pray that he comes around. There's, there's an old, well, actually it's a remake, um, but I have the version by DC Talk. And it's, um, I wish we'd all been ready. And it talks about, you know, people walking the earth, doing their daily tasks. And all of a sudden, someone disappears. And in the song, that means that person has gone to heaven. Because Jesus has come and brought us all to live with him. Um, and then those that don't are left here. And it kind of boggles my mind about that ever happening in my lifetime. And I know my mom oftentimes talked about how she knew for a fact that Jesus was never going to come back while she was alive. And... You know, I don't know that I worry about that, but I do worry. Well, hmm. that's just a tough one this week. It has to be his decision, just like it has to be your decision. And I can't tell you what to believe. But as I've stated before in this podcast, I've had too many things in my life show up as miracles. And the only way I can explain it is that there is a God and there is a God that loves us. Yes, we all have those moments because we are believers. What's, what's the thing I read this week? You can't have a testimony without a test. We're constantly being tested. And I was talking to a friend of mine at church today and telling her all about the troubles I've been having lately, just in life. And she's like, it's a Job moment. And for those of you that are new to the Bible, Job is a book in the Old Testament. And the man loses his family. The man comes down with leprosy. The man loses everything he owns. But he remains steadfast in his faith. And he 
He swears, you know. Yes, I've lost everything. Yes, most people would not want to be alive anymore. But he continues to get up every morning. He continues to breathe and continues to go about his day. And that is what true faith is. And it was, it was just a really cool reminder today that we all have our Job moments. We all struggle, especially, especially in the past two years. And I'm not saying that the things that are happening in the, in the Ukraine are any less than what I've gone through in the last few months, few weeks. But they're having Job moments over there as well. And we all have Job moments and seasons. There's seasons of joy and there's seasons of pain. There's seasons of despair. There's seasons of things going okay. And just when you think you're on the other side, something throws you back. And that's the struggle. That's part of humanness. That's life. And we've just got to keep on going. I have a really good friend who is struggling right now. And he has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot on his shoulders. And I continue to pray for him several times a day. And I go and I visit with him and he's just so distraught and just downcast and I wish, I wish I could take that away from him. I wish I had an answer. And I don't, except that you just, you gotta keep breathing. You gotta keep going to bed, laying your burdens down and leaving them down. Not picking them back up in the morning. Not picking them back up before you go to sleep. Especially not again in the morning. But you just... You gotta keep moving. When I was going through my divorce, Toby Mac came out with an album. And he's got a song called Move, Keep Walking. Between that song... And Stephen Curtis Chapman's Glorious Unfolding. The move is the one that I, my brain keeps going back to. You've got to keep walking. You've got to keep moving forward. 
Toby Mac also has a song right now called Promised Land. And it's like, I keep working. I keep, you know, keep moving forward. Where's my promised land? Where is this going to end? And, you know, I can't tell you. I can't foresee. I can't know for you, or especially myself, when, when this will all go away. When this will all be better. When life will no longer bash you in the face and knock you down. Because it's, it's just going to keep doing it. And I don't mean to be this pessimistic person. Because that's not that's not the way we're supposed to live. That's not the way Jesus was. Jesus wasn't a pessimist. Jesus talked about heaven and how that is our goal. That's the plan. And we've got to keep moving while we're here on earth. We've got to jump those hurdles. We've got to wake up with a smile on our face and brush your teeth and brush your hair and walk out that door fully dressed with God, with Jesus in your heart and meet and greet those people and smile and give other people hope. And not, you know, weep for our nation and the way our kids are growing up or the way people interact with each other. <laughs> so I moved to this new neighborhood and yes, everybody I talk to, as soon as they find out my address, they're all like, oh my gosh, that's, that's in a bad neighborhood. And there was something about this place when I walked in the door that was like this this is where you need to be and I wasn't sure I was gonna get approved but I got approved my move was horrendous everything that could go wrong went wrong I'm finally starting to make myself comfortable here and make this place a home and I come home for lunch one day well no I had to come home because the internet was down at work now I work a mile away from here anyway I'm eating my lunch doing some work on the computer and my neighbor knocks on the door now, I haven't met this neighbor. I, she's only talked to me through her window, and I didn't know what she looked like or anything. She comes over to my house, and she's in her robe. And it's like 12.30 afternoon. Anyway, she knew my name. And she's like, I just want you to know that 
You need to stay out of the people's business. I just kind of was like, what? And she said some unfriendly words. She accused me of taking pictures of her garbage that she's had on the lawn since I moved six weeks ago. And reporting her somewhere. Now, my first Monday that I was moved into the house, I backed into a neighbor. I was taking pictures of his car and my car. The accident happened at the end of my driveway, which happens to be where her trash is. So when she talks to me about taking pictures of her trash, I'm like, hmm. And then it dawned on me, I took pictures of the car at the end of my driveway. And I told her, I said, hey, you know, do you want to see my phone? I don't have any pictures of your trash. And she's like, now, you know, we're liars. We can be liars sometime. And I was just like, whoa, where's this lady getting off, you know, telling me, telling me that I was in the wrong and she, in no uncertain terms, told me that if I didn't keep my nose out of her business or the neighbor's business, that she would make sure I got out of the neighborhood. Just wow. Absolutely, positively, wow. My coworkers that helped me move had talked to her through the window and she had told them that she was a pastor. I, I don't know. But that was not what I was expecting. And I, I let it shake me really hard. I let it affect me. And I shouldn't have. I should have just turned around and prayed for her and gone about my business. But no, I let it affect me. It just boggles my brain that the interactions that we have with people every single day, the relationships that are built or broken and need to be rebuilt are just crazy. Just crazy. Just life in general. I just, I'm getting way too deep now. Oh my gosh. I've gotten way over. So, probably this week, like in scripture. And that kind of, I guess, makes up for last week missing the recording I guess so I'm gonna stop here and in the coming week I pray that you take some time and get some quiet time with God Pray about those relationships. Pray about those people. 
that maybe have a different standard, different ethics than you. And pray for them. As you continue to pray for the Ukraine. And as you continue to pray for this nation. And for our economy. And if you want to pray for me and my family. We got a lot we're facing right now. And I'd love to pray for you. If you let me know your prayer concerns. Um, my email is S-H-E-R-R-Y-G-O-R-D-E-N-L-O-N-G at gmail.com. Sherry Gordon Long. And have a good week.